With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to Titans Time, the tailor-made podcast for all Tennessee Titans fans. Welcome back to Titans Time. I am your host, Tanner Staggs, here with my brother, Tyler Staggs. Uh, we are back again with another Top 5 episode. We don't have a lot of news that's breaking right now. We're hoping that that'll change soon. And especially with the draft coming up, um, we're very excited for that. And let's go ahead and jump into this episode, Tyler. We wanted, with the draft coming up, we wanted to kind of go ahead and get in the spirits. Um, we didn't want, we had discussed possibly doing a negative, more negative kind of podcast with the top busts, but we wanted to get him to more of a positive mindset and do the top draft steals. Um, so some guys that were drafted maybe a, a little bit later than they should have been for the amount of production that they had in the NFL. Um, so Tyler, let's go ahead and start off at number five. Who do you have um, as a draft steal that the Titans have? My first draft steal that I have uh, is Bo Scaife. Tied in for the Titans from uh, 2005 to 2010. He was drafted in the sixth round with the 179th overall pick. You know, he was, and I think he played at Texas. Um, He was 6'3", 249 pounds and I mean he proved to be a in his time in the league a very solid tight end he had in his career with the Titans he had 251 receptions for 2,383 yards wow he 12 touchdowns a 63.4 catching percentage uh and he averaged out to nine and a half yards per reception he also had one rushing attempt in his time in the league and it was for a touchdown from 13 yards out wow so and you know he didn't just contribute on in the pass game he was also a really good blocker and i feel like just with in his six years in the league he proved that you know he was worth more than just a six-round pick it's definitely a guy that if you can grab in the sixth round and he develops like that, and you know, by no means is that a star, but it's definitely something that you're happy with right, at but, that spot in the draft. I mean, you would expect probably this type of production from someone in maybe the late third, early fourth round, yeah. and taking him in the sixth round when they did, I felt it's like a it was a it was a pretty good steal. Absolutely, um, my number five guy is going to be Alteron Verner. He's definitely forgotten, I feel like, sometimes. Uh, The defensive back from UCLA, he fell to the fourth round in 2010. Um, He did not not have the best of combine performances. He ran a 4-5-2-40, 11 bench press reps. Um, 
I don't know how the bench press reps rank as far as defensive backs go, but uh, he definitely did not have the best of combines. He was with the Titans from 2010 to 2013, uh, four seasons. He recorded 11 interceptions during that time, and he was regularly in the starting lineup. His 2013 season yielded five interceptions with one pick six. He was chosen for the Pro Bowl that season, and in 2012, he had eight tackles for loss, which I feel like is a lot for a defensive back. That's pretty good for a defensive back. Yeah. Um, I know the fourth round isn't extremely late, but for a guy that really produced and started a whole lot of games, um, I feel like what he did for the Titans is definitely worth more than a fourth round. Right. He was a pretty good steal. When I think of steals in the draft, you know, a lot of people like to label, oh, a steal will be after – you know, like five the or third, six. Yeah, you know, somewhere in there. But to me, it's someone who, if teams could go back to a certain year, they would draft that guy a lot higher than. So, to me, a steal they, would be actually taken. A steal would even classify as maybe a team got a guy in the late first round. But if you look back on it, well, that guy actually would have been taken number one overall. Right. So even a first-rounder can be a steal in some cases. Right. So I know, like I said, for me, you know, there's some of these guys who were taken in some you know, earlier the, rounds, the later you know. rounds, but then there is, you know, maybe one or two that were taken a little bit earlier than that. Yeah. Uh, going ahead and jumping to number four, uh, turn back the clock a little bit, and okay. I went with Blaine Bishop. Okay. He was actually drafted in 93 when it was still the Houston Oilers. Same organization. Same then. organization. They moved to Tennessee. He was drafted in the eighth round with the 214th overall pick. Okay. Uh, so, you know, like I said, turn the clock back a little bit. This is when they still had eight rounds. Um, he was a 5'9", 203-pound safety out of Ball State. Uh, he was with the Oilers slash Titans from 93 to 2001. And you said he was drafted in? The eighth round. Okay. Okay. So he was a four-time Pro Bowler. I just, it sounded a little weird to me at first, but, I mean, it was probably there was probably there more was, rounds back then. There was. Uh, like I said, I looked, and I believe 93 may have been the last year okay. that they had you know eight rounds. But – you know, he was a four-time Pro Bowler. In his time with the team, he had five interceptions, uh, one pick six. He had 12 forced fumbles, 11 fumble recoveries. He's a big hit guy. 13 and a half sacks. Um, and in his career, he had 13 tackles for loss. Wow. So, yep. and this was a guy that, you know, like he was a safety. And any and, other year, he would have been undrafted. So. Right. Uh, I, I absolutely, especially as a five nine safety. Yeah. You know, you just yes, there are some players out there that are on the shorter side and they can make a big difference. But you know, just in his stature, it's not like he was, you know, a big intimidating safety. And you even got to think that possibly his size may have been what led teams to shy Letting away him from fall him. Yeah. to the eighth round. Uh, my fourth guy is. Somebody that's very well-known. Um, it's going to be Jarrell Casey, the interior D lineman from USC. I thought about putting in, putting him on my list, but 
at the same time, I was wanting to see if we could come up with different people yeah, for yeah. our list. Um, he's another California college guy, UCLA, USC. He was chosen in the third round uh, of 2011. He spent nine seasons with the Titans from 2011 to 2019. Uh, obviously, he was just traded to the Denver Broncos. While a third-round pick, it's it's decently high. Uh, he's been one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL for a few years. He's a five-time Pro Bowler and has regularly stuffed runs up the middle. Uh, he's recorded 84 tackles for loss in his career, and that ranks 24th among active players. By no means is that way up on the list, but his career's not finished. So, you know, I expect him to be a lot higher by his last one or two seasons in the league. Um, he'll be a lot higher among active players. Um, so I've, I almost feel like it's not fair to go ahead and put him with the rest of the active players since he's still in the mid to late stages of his career. Right. But nonetheless, he's already 24th. Um, he's very versatile. He's recorded 51 sacks throughout his career so far, with his high being 10.5 in one season, and that ranks him at 28th among active players. Uh, with as good as he is, obviously being one of the better defensive linemen in the league, I think that third round is exceptional for, for Jarrell Casey. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, when looking at some of these steals, if you think back to it, if you know, teams may look back and be like, man, if we could redo this draft – I mean, that's, that's a first-round draft pick. Right. Instead of letting this guy fall to the third round, he may have been a – I'm not going to say he would have been a top-ten pick, but anywhere from – At the from, same time, I don't know who else was in that draft. He may have been. Right. I, I didn't look back at that draft, but, you know, he could have been in the top. But teams could also say, you know, we might have could have had him late to mid-first round or mid-to-late first round. And even then, you know, that's a good pick for that spot. Right. Because he's produced so well. Um, go ahead and start with your number three. My number three is Jason McCourty. Okay. Uh, taken in the 2009 draft by the Titans in the sixth round. I've with, got him at number two. You have him at number two. Yeah. All right. Uh, taken with the 203rd overall pick. Um, he come out of Rutgers. Uh, he played for the Titans from 2009 to 2016. In uh, his time with them, he had 13 interceptions. Uh, six forced fumbles, five fumble recoveries. Two of those he took for touchdowns. Uh, had 506 total tackles. 419 were solo, 87 assisted. And out of those, 12 were tackles for loss. You know, I look back at some of the other defensive backs in that 2009 draft. And just looking through some of the earlier rounds, you know, there were a couple names that you know, I recognized when I looked at them, but then there were other names that, you know, I don't really think of them as household names, but exactly. And, and Jason McCourty definitely made a name for himself, right? McCourty. And then of course his brother, you know, a safety, but you know, now he's made a name for himself. And I feel like, again, if teams could go back, he'd be taken a lot sooner than the sixth round. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and obviously, you know, he was never chosen for the Pro Bowl like some of the other defensive backs that I have on my list. Right. But for the sixth round, that it's it's a that kind of extremely good is, bargain. I mean, is really good. Yep, absolutely. Uh, my number three guy, I have another third rounder, but once again for a third rounder, 
It's a really, really good player. Um, Kevin Byard. I have him as my number two. Okay. Uh, Safety out of MTSU. You can go ahead and chime in with some of your stuff whenever. Um, But obviously, you you know, going to MTSU from the state of Tennessee, uh, he's known by fans as the mayor of Murfreesboro. Uh, he was chosen in the third round of the 2016 draft, and now he's arguably one of the best safeties in football. Right, he's uh, a. Core I'm a little pe- bit biased there, you know, but I'm gonna put him as the best. I'm, he's right up there with him. Well, here's the thing: he is a core piece of you know the Titans' Absolutely. defense. Well, their I mean, what would their defense be without him? I mean, you know? already in his time with the Titans, and that's been four years. Four years. He has 17, 17 interceptions. Yeah. Two fumble recoveries, three sacks, 13 tackles for loss already. So you think of some of these other guys that I've told you about just in their entire career with the Titans. This was over six to seven years, right. you know. and he's done it in four. There's no telling where he'll be at that point in his career. You know, he um, was named to the Pro Bowl in 2017 and was first-team All-Pro. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that the, the two years after that, he's been snubbed of the Pro Bowl. He had eight of his 17 interceptions in his second year in the league. Yeah. So he, it was an extremely good bargain once again and I feel like he had the key, you know, a key interception in the playoff game against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was early in the game and huge momentum shift. Yes, it really helped them gather the momentum. I mean, not only is game. he consistently a good player, but he's big when it matters. And honestly, I think you know, barring any injuries or anything like that, he, I feel like he's going to help lead the Titans to more deep playoff runs and hopefully Absolutely. some Super Bowls. You know, he just got a, a huge contract. I mean, I'm excited to see what he does. And for a third-round pick, that is, that's a huge steal. I, um, I feel the same. Like I said, number two, I've got Jason McCourty. The only reason I put him over Bayard is because of the sixth round. Uh, I think it was a huge steal. He gave a lot of good production to the Titans through his eight years that he was with them. And that's another thing that I looked at when I looked at these steals is how long did they spend with the team after, you know, they were chosen in the fifth, sixth, whatever round. Uh, For a sixth rounder to spend eight years on your team, that's really, really valuable. Um, So that's why I've got him at number two. Uh, Obviously, you said that you've got Byard at number two. Um, So we just – And we we explained – We flip-flopped there. Yeah. And we explained uh, all the things about Byard that makes him a steal. So go to your number one. I'm interested to see if we maybe have the same uh, number one here. I hope so because I I think that mine is undisputably the the number one. Did I say that? Undisputably? We'll go with it. Either way. He's the undisputed number one. My number one is Cortland Finnegan. Yep. Okay. I mean, drafted in the seventh round. In 2006. In the seventh round, and he was good enough to crack my all-time favorite Titans list. I knew, you know, whenever we come up with this idea, thinking back to it, I knew he was taken in later rounds. I didn't realize he was actually taken in the seventh round. Yeah. But I automatically knew he was going to be my number one. We talked about him the other day with him being on your list, just how fast he was the attitude that he brought to the defense. Just that attitude really made him a fan I mean, favorite. When you are a 5'10", 190-pound defensive back and you get into a fist fight 
with a 6'3", 200, basically 30-pound Andre Johnson. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're not backing down from anyone. And not only the, the feisty and the attitude, um, but he had the stats to back it up. He was with the Titans for six seasons, and throughout that time he recorded 14 interceptions. Uh, three pick sixes. Three pick sixes. Uh, he had a career-high five interceptions in his 2008 Pro Bowl season. Uh, a seventh rounder in the Pro Bowl. That just speaks for itself. Right. He had, uh, in his time with the Titans, six sacks, three forced fumbles, four fumble recoveries, one he took for a touchdown. You know, 472 total tackles, 387 were solo. He had 19 tackles for loss. Wow. So, I mean, like you you said, most of the time a seventh-round pick um, won't even make the team, and if they do, they're more of a special teams guy or just an afterthought. Uh, But he really made the most of his time. He was the number one cornerback for the Titans in his time with them. That, to me, that is, like I said, undisputed number one for Titans uh, draft steals. Just to grab a guy like that in the seventh round and for him to turn into what he did. Um, I mean, he started two games in his first in his rookie season, right? Uh, and then after that, you know, he was penciled in as a starter in almost every game after that. So um, throughout six seasons with him. Uh, so for just a, for a seventh rounder, to me, that's that's incredible. Yeah, he uh, definitely came in with the chip on his shoulder, and he showed that you know with his stats and his play that he probably should have been taken long before the seventh round. Absolutely. And I didn't see, I didn't go back and look at the other defensive backs in that draft, but I definitely feel like he could have been taken over a lot of them. I agree. With that being said, that's all that we've got for this episode. Uh, We hope that y'all have enjoyed everything. Um, We're really having some fun with these top five lists, especially when there's not a whole lot of news to talk about. Uh, we're planning on doing some more, and hopefully we'll have some new free agent news soon, and we'll have some draft stuff to talk about. So we're looking forward to that, and, and we definitely you, won't stop with the news once it starts breaking. We'll definitely still cover that and put our opinions uh, into that. And if you have a top five list that you would like for us to you know, cover, just... DM us on Twitter, add us, something. Just let us know what you would like to hear from us. Absolutely. Um, that Twitter, you should go ahead and check it out. It's going to be Titans underscore time. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. That definitely helps us out a lot, and we love to see them. Uh, and with that being said, this has been Titans Time. We hope you all enjoyed everything.